welcome to the End to End Football Podcast. This is a podcast by football fans for football fans, where we'll be getting stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. We'll be running through all the games and all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome to the End to End Football Podcast, episode 88. Our regular host can't be with us again today. And you know why. West Ham lost, so obviously Stuart <laughs> hasn't turned up. <laughs> Stuart hasn't turned up, but uh, everyone else is there to hold the fort. Sean, how are you doing? Absolutely splendid, mate. Abbas, how are you doing? I'm all right after a comfortable win and that, you know what I mean? <laughs> I definitely can't say the same. I am so so. Okay. <laughs> Swiftly moving on. Abbas, have you got the results? Yes, sir. I got the results for you, man. So, uh, Saturday results are as follows We got Spurs versus Huddersfield, and that was 4 0 to Spurs. We got Brighton versus Bournemouth, that was 5 0 to Bournemouth. We got Burnley versus Cardiff, that was 2 0 to Burnley. We got Fulham versus Everton. That was 2-0 to Fulham. No idea where that results came from. <laughs> uh, we got Southampton versus Wolves. That was uh, 3-1 to Southampton. We got Man United versus West Ham. Obviously, Man United okay. 2-1. <laughs> and Sunday games, we got Crystal Palace versus Man City. That was 3-1 to Man City. Oh, and dear. the last game of the weekend was Liverpool versus Chelsea. And that was 2-0 to Liverpool. Come on. <laughs> and we will start <laughs> and we'll start there we'll start off at Anfield as Liverpool beat Chelsea 2-0 their last tough game uh, must have got on paper isn't it how did it go Sean mate it went exactly the way we planned it three points 2-0 clean sheet come on boy just what like can that, I say yeah? just like that mate Team that he picked, brilliant. Jordan Henderson, since he's playing more up the field, different class. Uh, mate, I don't, I don't know. I was, I was, I ain't gonna lie. But going into this game, I was a bit worried because obviously, you know, you never know what Chelsea team is gonna turn up. But hey ho, we're at Anfield. We saw what Chelsea team turned up. <laughs> they got turnover. Yeah. What can I say? I mean. Liverpool, they just came and they just blitzed Chelsea in the in the second half. I mean, the first half, there weren't really too much opportunities that we had. But we came out of the second half and, boy, you can see they came out with a fire in their belly. Klopp. <laughs> Team talk, mate. Beautiful. They came out, scored the opener. It was... You scored the opener? Marnie. <laughs> oh, yes, there you go. Abbas, you're the guy. Marnie. Beautiful, beautiful little run in the box by Henderson. Chipped to the back post and simplest of headers by Marnie. I mean, Chelsea is poor, really poor defending, really, because you just left him unmarked. And hey, mm, yep. thank you, mate. Now, the second one, the second goal we scored. Woo! Emerson, I feel so sorry for you because 
you just had a Tory time and you know Alonso <laughs> must have been thanking the Lord that he never started and had to play against Sola because the touch he took and then cut in, just cut inside you it was just one touch and he just pushed it inside you you couldn't get nowhere near him and who's it Jorginho just left you in the lurch and he just unleashed a rocket well and they did they did call him a bomber innit? so you know what I mean yes. you had to you had to like unleash you, a rocket on them you know what's funny all <laughs> funny right you made they made fun of a Islamic guy Muslim uh, calling him a bomber etc and two Muslims guys scored uh, for 2-0 ironic that's, that's good for Chelsea fans. They, they they should enjoy that. That's all they deserve, man. That's all they deserve. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I mean, how long does the history go with Chelsea and, and this kind of behaviour? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's the a, train, not letting the guy on the train, the Sterling thing, this song. Ah, you know, even their players, John Terry. It's, it's a mess. Yeah, it's continuous. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm not going to lie. I, you know, it was the out outcome of the game was good for Liverpool uh, a couple of pointers a couple of negatives uh, Salah you get nine points for that dive you did in the first half absolute beautiful in fact I am clapping for you one second <laughs> that was beautiful and poor referee not to book him for it because that was horrendous you can argue that Sean I don't have a special <laughs> Free <laughs> theatrical, but <laughs> hey ho, he's, he's been kicked in it. But there's no need to go down like that. that, like that. Don't, I can't really, I can't see. I must go away from. I have to say, the first half, I thought Chelsea were going to actually nick it a 1 0. I know, yeah, yeah I, thought, I, thought Chelsea, little, I thought Chelsea started well actually in that first but half. But I literally thought it's one of those games where you're looking at it going. Chelsea are going to nick one and then they're just going to, you know, you know, park the bus and defend for the rest of the game. Up so the- until Rudiger came off. And then I said, that plan has gone out the window. Nothing. <laughs> Whatever plan they had, it all of it went out the window when yeah. he came off. I, I, almost immediately. He's been the best defender isn't it, this year. Yeah, yeah. Almost immediately he came off. You saw the game change. Liverpool are like, yeah, cool. Let's go for it more. And <laughs> looking at Christensen, like okay, <laughs> Christensen was not ready. He was, he didn't want the smoke. He he didn't want to be on the pitch. He weren't ready at all. And you know, it just went from Christensen is not a leader. David Luiz, we know is not a leader. Emerson, but, hmm? well, yeah. And uh, Aspilicueta was the only one that could keep his head up high, but he kept getting dragged inside to cover, which allowed Mane to be a little bit more freer, which then explains the first goal. Uh, with the first goal, I'm surprised with these soft-touch refereeing that no one called a foul for Emerson the way he dropped when Salah kind of kind of barged him out of the way uh, before Henderson went for his little run. But other than that, like Should I said earlier, uh, Aspilicueta was getting dragged inside more and that meant Mane was free. And he was free, back post. It could have been him, it could have been Keita. One of them would have scored the goal, uh, to be quite honest. That's how bad the defending was. As for the second goal, there's nothing really much to say about it. The only negative you can say is Jorginho didn't do a really good job trying to close down. He weren't interested, but that's just Jorginho all over. He ain't going to be here next year anyway. I'm, I'm that rocket sure would have taken his face off, boy. I mean, Probably, but he should have done it for the badge, <laughs> didn't he? But other than that, that shot was fire. Top class. Take a bow, son. All the, all the applauses you can you can think about, he deserved it. That was brilliant. Mm. And I, I, For me, I think... Um, you know, I always like to start off with the team selections. I think the midfield that Klopp picked was the correct one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, by, by that I mean Fabinho starting. Do you know what I mean? Bloody hell. 
I don't know why we've been saying that for a long time, haven't we? <laughs> I don't know why he messes around and not start that brother. He's like he's a don. Essential. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got to but, start. Exactly. But the, the funny thing, yeah, I looked at that Chelsea, I thought I actually well, you know this guy has to mess it up anyway, innit? I'm sorry. Because obviously fundamentally we've said it on this podcast a million times. This whole canter free roll thing doesn't work. So we're gonna start off there. Mess. But Loftus cheek starting, that's a plus. Hudson Adoy is starting. That's a plus. Yeah. Um, Alonso being on the bench, plus. So there were quite a good, a, a few decent things. But what does he go and do? No striker. Uh, honestly, plays hazard. Plays hazard as a number nine. You know, you know what, what I mean? And then obviously, like I said, the, the Kante thing. It's like he gives you something, and then he takes away. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like you put Hudson Adoy on. But what is your fascination with William? Take him off, man. Do you know what I, I mean? Take him off, play Giroud or, or Higuain up front. Because the, the amount of times, yeah, they were going wide and Hudson doing was like, he, got, he had quite a lot of joy down that right side, especially in that first half. But it was like, who are you going to cross it to? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. You, know, you, you, you got Van Dijk and, and, and Matip in there against Hazard. You know what I mean? Joke. You know, even William on the other side or even when Hazard was uh, drifting onto the left side. It, it, I thought it just... He just made his own problem. And that's you know, the thing. I, you know what? Because yeah, I thought Loftus-Cheek in the midfield, he had a very good game. Like, you know what I mean? He he's was, solid. You know, he you know what? Absolutely he, solid. You know what, what, mean? Proved, what proved your point? Exactly what you're saying there about the formation changing. Right? He had everything right up until the up front. William shouldn't have been there. He, there's no need for him to be there. Now, Hustle and Doyle, I don't think he had the best game in the world, but he was still useful. William was not. Um, and Hazard, the moment he went onto the left the moment they put a proper striker with some movement not even the best striker because we know Higuain goes missing in big games but just him being there allowed um, Hazard to be one-on-one with uh, Arnold and he got the freedom straight away straight away after the changes in 10 minutes he got two chances he should have done better with the second one and the first one was unlucky because he hit the post but that was instantly almost instantly and it makes you wonder why didn't you pick a competitive team in the first place? That's what we, know, we, know, we know how you stubborn Sari is. He, he, Sari is just so stubborn because that's what I'm saying, you know, <laughs> with, with, like I said, Alonso, those are the big three for me. Alonso being on the bench, not even like I'm rating Emerson, <laughs> but just having Alonso on the bench, he's an utter waste, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just have him nowhere near the team. That's a huge plus. Loftus-Cheek starting, massive plus. For me, Hudson-Odoi starting, massive plus. But, you know, like I said, you still got you still got Kante running a muck like he's David Silva and honestly, you know, has yeah, a, it's has a waste a... of time. The amount of times that he <laughs> you know had to I mean? he had to run back anyway to help Jorginho to win the ball. And well, did you see the amount of times up... Kante got into good positions? I saw Kante, you know, when Liverpool obviously press and when when sometimes the few times that Chelsea got through the press. But then you got Kante up there running literally almost by himself. I love it. Ah, it is a mess. Well, Hazard like, you don't running do by anything. himself. Every time I <laughs> think Hazard got in the first half, he had you four know guys around him. See, seeing the way that that team was was um, playing yesterday, I can almost guarantee that up here would be Hazard's last season because the team's not good enough for him to be in that team. Yeah. <laughs> because if he don't play well, the team's dead. But the team's dead anyway. But if he don't play well, it's even worse than what it is because he just runs the show. It's like he tries to grab the team by the scruff of the neck and drag them forward. And if he don't do that, I mean, they I don't think they'd be in the position they was in. Nah, not at all. Yeah. But, 100% not, but he's not a false nine because 
No. <laughs> it's it's just, make you, sense. You're wasting his talent. Yeah. Absolutely, I know like people are blaming him for this 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 scoring, but for me, Hazard that should be a striker in that position. Now I'm not yeah. gonna mention the other two because they're clowns, so they probably would have missed anyway. However, it should still be a striker. They should be investing in a striker and playing a striker in those positions. Me I mean? personally, I think I'd probably start with Giroud because Giroud exactly, is that kind of I'm weird just player. About to say that. He's that kind of weird player that will have a big game against a big team for like no yeah. reason. Yeah, but at least <laughs> you gives you, for he gives you something to think about in the air. Like, Hudson mm. Odoi gets the ball. He can't cross it to anyone. Have Juru, that becomes a battle. And then on the other end, if he's not having a battle in the air with the crosses, he's very good at linking up play with Hazard. So he releases him a little bit as well. Right? Do you I mean, know it, there's so many things... Oh, well, anyway. There was a point at the game where I was actually laughing because when the ball came into the box... And when they said who jumped up, and I saw who jumped up to win the header, Kante, I was in stitches. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, mate. I'll tell you sorry, what, yeah. you are a joke, mate. This was a. He had some uncomfortable moments, like when, um, obviously, Hazard, especially at 2 0. At 2 0, there was a couple of times where. They obviously could have got their one, their one goal and caused a little Do you know bit of havoc. What? We but was we we was a bit under siege at some point because yeah, I was thinking, whoa! If they get one game yeah. goal, it's game on now. That was yeah. That's when he changed the formation, and I couldn't understand why. First of all, he didn't do it sooner, or first, why didn't he just start with that team? And that, that hopefully they, they don't get they don't get into the Champions League because they would just be an embarrassment to, to English football anyway, man. You know what I mean? Obviously, they, they're not going to be able to sign no one, so. Yeah, it's the same nonsense. You know what I mean? The same nonsense going out there to do what in the Champions League? You know what I mean? Make, they'll be doing an Arsenal in there, making up the numbers. Oh, hmm? oh dear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely making up the numbers. But, you know, great result for Liverpool. And actually, good result for, you know, the likes of Man United, even though they, they don't like the result. But it is a good result for them for top four and all that yeah there is there is sunlight at the end of the darkness yes <laughs> you know what I mean result, there's yeah. no darkness it would be it would be, it would be very ironic if uh, obviously Liverpool have helped you with the top four situation and you go and help them against Man City whoa, that would be funny buddy, whoa. hold on hold on hold on I, I don't remember that deal but I'm still I'm not Mate, sure about that. Deal. You, need, you need it more than anything <laughs> Because if you don't win that game, you probably slip into fifth and that's that would be sa- sa- Sacrifices I'm must not- be made in these <laughs> situations. If it was me, you know, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking. At, <laughs> I'm looking at this. Uh, obviously, the title race, and you know, Man City have got. They've got two games, isn't it? That Liverpool fans are banking on, which is the Tottenham, Tottenham game and the Manchester derby. You know. Come on. You know, those are those are the two games Liverpool fans have probably got crossed out. So okay, they must they must drop points there. But you know, so for for now, Liverpool obviously, you know, it's there. Yeah, that, theoretic. I, mean, I think theoretically in the driving seat because they've got the easier games. But obviously, it's, it's still in Man City's control because they just need to win their games. But to be honest, and, you know I, I mean, don't worry about anyone. But problem is, those, outside of those two games, they've got Leicester and. Burnley and Brighton. I f- nah, I think they're smoked. all tough. They're tough for them, man. Nah, I think they get smoked. <laughs> all them three get smoked. This is Man City. This team doesn't play. This is the problem. With this, this is the only problem for Liverpool is that if this was like Chelsea that was at the top of the league or anyone else, you know, it's a bigger chance. The pr- problem is you got this, this team can be a machine sometimes, man. <laughs> this Man City team, do you know what I mean? One of them games is like it's done before it's even started. You know, and we move on to a game that was done before it was even started, which was 
Man City at Silas Park against my boys Crystal Palace. I mean, we literally turned up for the last 15 minutes. Yeah. The first, the first 75 minutes, we done nothing, absolutely nothing. You know, the tactic was to sit back and hit them on the break. We couldn't even do that because we had the plank Benteke up there. Do you know what I mean? And and that donut MacArthur, you know, it's, it's going to be the same names you guys know. You know, the regular <laughs> listeners know the same names that always spill out. You know, same people that wind me up. And I think, uh, you know what I mean? For me, MacArthur is like, he's our Jorginho. It's like, everyone is like, we're all like, why does he keep playing him? You know, he just seems to love this guy, man. So clumsy. He always looks uncomfortable every time he gets the ball, even if he's got like loads of space. Dead baller. But anyway, I thought, yeah, Man, man City, this was a very comfortable game. They were all over us from minute one. You know, Sterling and his brilliant movement was in there for the tap-ins. I mean, he missed an absolute sitter. Um, yeah, that like in the first, set in up the first, yeah, yeah, in the first few minutes. But then the sec, the one he actually scored, though, I'm going to have to take Sean's uh, approach on this one. Oh, yeah. Because actually both of them, both of them near, because even the Jesus one, near post, brother. You know what I mean? Now I think Sterling's one. The keeper was already on his knees or something. And this is what I'm saying. Like, like, what's going for, on? For, That's for a FIFA thing. Do you know what I mean? You see that in pro clubs. Not <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That is that is the kind of uh, uh, goalkeeper stance you see from you know the, the any players on on FIFA. Oh. Do you know what I mean? That was disgusting. He was already kneeling down, begging, like you said. You know, I thought, I thought he, was, he was. I don't know, man. I, uh, for me. Especially that first, that first Sterling, the, the first Sterling goal and the Jesus goal, those two goals, nah, I, yeah, I, I yeah, put some you know blame the, to the keeper. The, there. the Jesus goal really annoyed me because the goalkeeper actually had the angle right. There was such a small gap between the post and the goalkeeper, and you're thinking all the goalkeeper has to do is stick a leg up. He'll get it. He'll definitely yeah. get it. Now, all of a sudden. Balls in the net. No, now Gator, he's been, you know, he's been good, but today you're lucky enough to get the L. Something that there's other people more deserving, because for me, he cost us two goals there. I mean, I mean, not don't blatant mistakes like, like nah, um, blatant brother, like the mess. Nah, 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 nah. You can't talk because we had two blatant mistakes when you played you at Anfield. Jesus, um, <laughs> <laughs> Speroni, my days, literally gifted you two goals. <laughs> That was a proper calamity. Crystal Palace legend, brother. Don't worry about that. He's definitely a Crystal Palace legend, but you know what I mean? We can't take that away from him, but he he was an embarrassment that day. Obviously, we're definitely not dealing with the alcoholic Hennessy because, you know what I mean? We know what he's about. So definitely Gator is definitely the top keeper, but uh, I don't know, man. You you were kind of embarrassing. You kind of embarrassed us there, but yeah, I thought thought, um, generally... Man City are quite comfortable in that game. I like the um, I like the free kick from your top scorer. I've, I don't know if ever, of course. I mean, everyone moaned about Emerson a little bit, but I thought I thought it was well hit. To be honest, no, it was definitely well hit. This guy is a dead ball specialist, man. Penalties, free kicks. He had one free kick against Southampton. You know what I mean? Top bins. This one was a little cheeky low one. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Guy, guy's an absolute machine. And we should be careful because if you lose him, then we're really stuck with the lack of MacArthur and them. And jeez, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, <laughs> it will be an absolute mess. But uh, we move, <laughs> we move, we move on to uh, on the bright side for Palace. 
Brighton had been battered five 0 the day before, <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't it wasn't an old depressing weekend. You know, I mean, there is always a silver lining, and seeing them clowns get battered five 0 is always a wonderful feeling. I'll leave this one to you guys that actually watched it. Do you know what? It wasn't just the battering of five 0 It's the manner in which they got battered, <laughs> because if you look at the first goal, Gosling scored. There was like a one-two in the box. Gosling's controlled it. There's no. He's controlled it within the five-yard box, <laughs> and yeah, he's controlled it. Good. And then he's just, he's, he's just, he just tapped it in. He just slotted it in like there was nobody there. <laughs> and I was thinking, whoa, you man are going on like you man are safe because <laughs> it was despicable. And then the second goal, Fraser, another one. He was just like open, and he, he. He slipped and still lobbed the keeper. The keeper <laughs> wow. positioning yes, was poor. I mean, <laughs> the whole team was poor. Ah, dude. And then at 2-0, you got the biggest donut of the century. You're 2-0 down. You're trying to secure your safety in yeah, the premiership. Knock-up. Yeah. They, they weren't dominating at that time either. Yes, it was 2-0, nah. but it wasn't an impossible do- job exactly. to come back. It, but it was right after this, though. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. You go and make the most wildest tackle. It's like something <laughs> tweaked in your head like, I'm going to get a red card here. All right, I'm going to go nuts. And you just went nuts and just tried to break the man's leg. And deservedly right, you got shown the red card. Yeah. I mean, ah, Abbas, what was your view on this? Oh, he's a nut. He's a nutcase. He's absolutely. I mean, if you actually see the replay and slow it down and look at his face, his facial expression, and the way he dived in, he was looking to injure the player. Uh, there's no doubt about it in my mind, right? You can see he knew he weren't getting the ball. He wanted to leave a mark, and he wanted to leave the mark as much as possible. There was so much anger mm. in his face. Totally unnecessary. But this is this is the sort of thing that Knockout does. He's a brilliant player when he wants to be, and then he's an absolutely useless guy afterwards. And you know, at that point, you're thinking Chris Hughton's going to do something as well to make the make make the game to try secure the game. You know what they both deserve. You know, Kuda, give them the L's, man. They deserve it. I can't even <laughs> describe anymore. Well, They're useless, both well, of them. <laughs> We'll start off with the thug knockout, you know what I mean? Because hmm? I, I was just reading, they were, call, they were calling it, it could have been a career ender tackle, boy. I was like, my days, what was he doing? It was anyway, a shocking tackle, man. With a great pleasure, Mr. Knockout, you get this week's player L. Indeed. Now we move on to Mr. Chris Hewton. What's your reasons? Mate, you're 2-0 down. Your player's been sent off. You'd think you'd do something to change up the team. No. Brooks then goes and scores. Wilston scores. Stanzella scores. And you know what? It's the manner in which they scored. I mean, they're they're knocking the ball around. Wilson took three touches within the box, no one getting near him, yeah. and he just did a slot in the ball away. Mate, you needed to make changes, and you needed to make changes quickly. And as a manager, you should have been. Mo- I think you should have motivated that team because at home, because usually in football, t- teams when they go down to ten men, they they usually 
get tight in it. They're yeah. usually quite hard to break down, aren't they? You know what I mean? Mate, they got worse. Yeah, they got... They, they got, had no fire in their belly, I'm telling you. Like, you got to remember, <laughs> the last podcast, we were ripping Bournemouth for the way they played and obviously the manager must have heard it and decided to give his team a pep talk. Probably played mm. our podcast in their room because they were fired up. <laughs> and the moment they went down to 10 men, they turned it up at the two or three gears. Mm. And Brighton just had no reply. They had nothing for it. They weren't even interested. It looked like they weren't interested. Like, it got to the point where I was thinking, if someone else doesn't do a mad tackle, we can almost confirm that no one is interested in this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Well, he definitely should have been interested because they are fourth from bottom at the moment. So, you know, I mean, interest should have been very high there. So, Mr. Hewton, the L is for you this week. You are one pathetic loser. Two L's for Brighton. My days, what a wonderful week. What a wonderful week. All right, what are we moving on to now? Uh, uh, oh, the other relegation. Oh, my United, okay, my United West Ham then. Abbas, take it away. All right. Derby. All right, all right. Well... Uh, unfortunately, Stuart is not here to defend his team, but I'm trying to gonna gonna be try and be as impartial as possible. Um, I have to say, the best team lost in my mind. My United were okay, but West Ham were a touch better. They were just quite unlucky in some of the decisions and some of the chances they created and the way they put it away. Um, case in point, the West Ham's first goal that was chalked off for offside. At first, I thought it was offside 100%. I didn't even know why there was a conversation about it until I saw the replay and I could see Delok was not back far enough. Some people may say Anderson was a little bit ahead, but for me, I always call it in any other game, especially if it's for us as well, that if <laughs> if if there's going to give an advantage, it has to go to the attacker. I have to say inside, thankfully, the referee didn't listen to my knowledge, <laughs> my understanding, and called it off as offside. But it was a very good goal as well. The first penalty, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I did think this was a penalty. It's in the penalty area. You do not charge in like that, like a headless chicken, right? Fair oh, enough. Is, is this the shoulder budge or yeah. whatever it was? Fair enough. Was it, did he budge him in that, his back though? Yeah. Oh. You can say Mata didn't have control of the ball, but Mata was lining up for to kick it. And he knew he was lining up to kick it, which is why he charged mm-hmm. in like that. But unfortunately for him, there was a lot of contact in Matter's back. For me, that's a penalty. Again, some people will say that it wasn't, but I've seen penalties be given for less, so I definitely would say take that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good penalty by Pogba. It's an excellent finish. Now, De Gea has not been... Uh, how come he didn't do the silly run-up? What happened? I don't know. I think he just wanted to... <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. I think he said something about he wanted to fool the goalkeeper. So the goalkeeper's expecting him to do his slow, slow stuff and he just did. If I do it quick, I've caught him off guard. And it did it did work. Um, De Gea has not been uh, as effective as he could be. Someone has pointed out that maybe because he actually has less work to do now. So now we can see his other skills like passing the ball out or throwing the ball out or anything like that. Uh, he did a suicidal pass to Pogba who wasn't ready for it. So it's like he tried to do a through ball put ahead of Pogba but Pogba wasn't interested in running so he didn't make it uh, from from the rebound a couple of good play from West Ham Lanzini gets the ball crosses it into the box back post Anderson's there to tap it in 
Uh, Rojo was completely missing at this point as left back, and I also think the hair should have done better in saving it, saving the shot as well. But fair play to West Ham, they deserved it, and it, it was quite good. Now, Man United had about two chances, and both fell to Rashford. One of them, he was a good save from Fambianski. The other one, he headed the ball over from in a six-yard box. I don't understand how he done it. He jumped up high, and the ball just went higher than he did. It was ridiculous. But the change came. Antonio came on. And my God, would I rather have him in my team than Lukaku? This guy <laughs> is strong. He's fast. Tenacious. It, it did... He made this game really difficult. It was already difficult beforehand. I think it was balanced beforehand. Maybe a little bit to West Ham, but definitely when he came on, the game changed. He he had a run where he showed his strength and his skill and he unleashed a ridiculous shot with his left foot. But he hit the crossbar. I have to say thank God for that because De Gea was beating all, all aspects he was beating. Um... <laughs> And then, of course, there was another little attack that West Ham did with Antonio coming to win in a header. This was the best save that they has pulled off in this year. It was fantastic. I thought it was definitely going in. And it was a great save. And thanks to that, Mai and I get one more opportunity uh, quite late in the game. Pogba puts in a through ball. Questions of whether Martial is onside or not. I think he is on because he's a little bit ahead. He would do. Following my rules. <laughs> following my rules, else. I would give the advantage to the attacker and he was he was literally a four ahead. Right? Oh chestnut. Hey, but <laughs> I said the same thing should have happened for West Ham. What can I say? It's unfortunate. And um he goes through. For me, I think he I think he was being I think he had a lot of fear. I don't think he wanted to take that shot. I think he was waiting and you know the right back that just came on obliged him with an absolute stupid scissor tackle in the penny area. I thought it should have been a red card, but you know what? We, we, get, we got enough things this game for me to walk away with that happy. Penny came, <laughs> Pogba steps up, smashes it into the corner. Goalkeeper guesses the right way, but I had not, nothing he could do about it. Right. And uh, we got the points, and I'm very, very happy about that. And now Sean's going to try and break it down with a negative. Go ahead, sir. Right. <laughs> Pogba, should he have even still been on the pitch? What for the little toe that he did to get in the ball? The that's a yellow card. If anything, that's a yellow card. Oh right, let's take you back a couple of years now. Man City, Liverpool big man, game. that foot went straight Whoa. into the man's face and cut him up like he was a wild animal. Do so what, not didn't, try and didn't... put them two together. <laughs> You're not gonna try that. Are you joking? That was GBH, bro. What? You know what? Yeah? I haven't even seen this Pogba thing here, yeah, but for the nah, man do for the man they think I'm like, oh, okay. Because nah, you mean, know what? It's high foot in it. He's caught a man in his head, so dangerous play. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, sure, come on, man. Come <laughs> Let's be sensible. Rules are rules, but you know what? I feel sorry for West Ham. Yeah, they, I think they des- definitely deserve to walk away the winners here because that first one, as you said, it should have never been offside. I mean, hopefully next year VR puts all that ro- puts all that right. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't think Pogba should have really been on the pitch. But oh, yeah, hey, hold, that's my opinion. You heard it here first. The next manager, Man United, Ancelotti. But you know what? The wheels see, since, are going to come since, off next season. Yeah, since <laughs> since Oli signed that contract, you lot ain't been 
what he was before well, he signed listen, on. Listen, the, the, post, the post-Mourinho euphoria has now died down yeah, and now it's time down, to get the nitty-gritty. I, you know what I mean? I'm still mm. happy that he's got the job. I'm still happy he's, he is the manager because end of the day, from where we were to the fact that we're competing for top four now, it's still that's an achievement on his own. I'm sorry, that for me, that's an achievement on We were a good 12 points away from this battle and we're now in this battle. So that's a good thing. I, the only defense I have for Solskjaer is tactically, when, watch, as I'm watching the game, I'm like, he's actually got this right. But the truth is, the matter is, Mourinho had this problem. Um, Van Gaal caused his own problem, but even then, we can, we can see his squad. This squad was never complete in the first place. And what I don't understand is why it's certain players spent, are, though, are getting contract renewals. For instance, Phil Jones got a contract renewal. And I think he is a gift that keeps giving for our op- opposition. <laughs> because I've never in my life seen a centre-back watch the ball for a good five seconds, jump and still have the ball go over his head. And it's even worse when you see the striker looking at the ball and goes, I can't reach this. Steps aside, watches Phil, go- Phil Jones jump, miss it, and then runs on and thinks, you calamity. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's other conversations about Ashley Young. Sean has heard this for about, I don't know, eight years, how much I've disliked this guy, but he still <laughs> managed to be there. Rojo needs to go. The rebuilding job at United right now is probably even bigger than what it was when Ferguson left. It's even massive because we've kept players too long. And now it's oh, up to the case, well, is the board going to give Solskjaer the money to invest or are they going to give him peanuts and expect him to produce wonders? Yo, if you if you want to find out more about Man United, Abbas is coming out with a new podcast. Yeah, Man United nah. talk. Nah, I'm done. Uh, It'll be the extended version of the podcast <laughs> solely on Man United. <laughs> you know, it will be stuff to rival United standing all the Monday. Boy, I don't, know, I don't have the energy for that, bro. I leave them to do it. <laughs> you definitely got the energy, boy. <laughs> you definitely got the energy. Well, anyway, right. good game. Got the three points. We needed that. So let's see. Yeah. Right, next game, should we say Tottenham? Yeah, well, you're the top four rivals, uh, Tottenham. 4-0 against Huddersfield. I mean, no surprise there. None whatsoever. Looking for a Lucas uh, Moura hat-trick. Is Lucas yeah. Moura it's a good hat-trick, yeah, isn't it? Lucas yeah, Lucas yeah. Moura. Very good hat-trick as well for him. Um, I don't know where it is. I think I enjoy watching Tottenham play more when Harry Kane is not there. <laughs> I, I, I can't explain it. I, th- I don't know if it's... They just feel... Maybe there's smoother. air of pressure's gone, or maybe it's a case where they go, everyone has a chance to score rather than everything must go for Harry Kane. I could be wrong, but it's just a, it's just my personal opinion. But the last the win time, percentage without Kane is quite decent as well. It's higher, apparently. It's higher. It's higher by yeah. at least ten percent. Now, this happened. This also happened the last time he was injured and Song was there, and it, they seemed to play better football. But you, you know, that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but for sure. The first goal was beautiful. Wanyama, Victor Wanyama, 27 minutes in. To be honest, let's just make this clear. They were camping in this in this <laughs> half, in Huddersfield's uh, um, half. They were camping. Absolute camping. Every single player, except for the goalkeeper, was in their half. Just passing the ball around, mm. keeping it movement. And um, so, Lorente gets a pass. I don't think he actually meant this, but he spun the defender... I think he was trying to control it with his left foot, but he missed. As the ball ran through, loose ball, Wanyama ran onto it, beat the centre-back, rounded the keeper, 1-0. Easy as you like. 
He made it look like, like he's who landed the keeper? Yeah. 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 Mud. Mud. <laughs> this is what I was about to say. He made it look like he does this all the time. That's how smooth it was. Uh, three, three minutes afterwards, you get Sissoko running through uh, in, in your, into the danger area, puts a little through ball to um, Lucas Mora. One touch, second touch, puts it right across the goalkeeper. A lot of power, a lot of direction, a lot of uh, accuracy, and he just went past the keeper. Keeper couldn't move. Bang, is what I put on my notes, which says it all. Um, second half came along. Lorente had a great chance. Nice little through, through ball over the top. He controlled it in one, volleyed it in the second, and hit the crossbar. Would have been an absolute peach of a goal if that had gone in. Um, but unfortunately, didn't hit the crossbar. Uh, Huddersfield did get a chance. Bakuna with a free kick. It was a good save by Lloris in the end. But obviously, after that, Tottenham woke up and started attacking again. Eriksen hit the post with a deflected shot. Then Eriksen set up Mora with a lovely cross. Mora in two touches, controls it, whilst falling down, passes it into the side side netting. Simple finish, 3-0. And then Song came on. The crowd was up for it. Everyone was uh, screaming every time he touched the ball. And he turned provider at this point, in about the 93rd minute, picks up the ball, running at the fence, puts a through ball into uh, Mora, who puts it away, hat-trick. First hat-trick in the new stadium. I wonder if anyone's going to remember him. I thought it was a nice little touch that he brought his kid on afterwards to play a bit of football on the pitch as well. But yeah. You know, a certain black bobhead was angry word that he got the, he didn't get the first hat-trick in the new stadium. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But you know what? You see this game it, and the result, it shows you why Huddersfield are where they are oh, in the league table. Yeah, they, they, they were <laughs> pathetic. I mean, they had one really good chance. I think it was uh, Mounier had it. Uh, yeah, cross but you know, in. you see when you say they had one good opportunity and you've conceded four, mate, you're done and dusted. That's <laughs> what you are, where you are. Well, you know, I just thought I'll give the the fans something positive to listen to. Bakuna's free kick was good, shame he didn't go in. And Mooney had a chance, but uh, uh, it just proves why they, they're in trouble. Cause nah, we're, done, we're done with this game. <laughs> we're done with this game. It was a, it was a slappage. <laughs> That's all we need to know. <laughs> it was a slappage. Well, an interesting game. Well, uh, battle for relegation. Burnley against Cardiff. 2-0 to Burnley. Not a good result for the old Cardiff there. Anyone see this? Nah, yeah, my nose I mean, dried the now. two-headed goals. Oh. Do you know what? I feel sorry for Cardiff because they've had some dis- shocking decisions go against them. <laughs> <laughs> like, mate, if you go down, I, oh, I'll pray for your team, Stuart, because I... T- <laughs> the, the decisions that go against them were shocking. I mean, the one where the referee's given the penalty and then they've also then decided, no, nah, it's not a penny. Like, <laughs> when what? I looked at it, I thought it was a bit harsh, but then, mate, he's headed the ball down onto his old, own hand. I mean, oh. what? Oh, and wow. then they had a penalty shout where the players dribbled it through his legs and you can see it's a tangle of legs, but he's taking him down. That's a penalty. That that's not given us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Warnock is definitely not winning his battle with the referees, right? Mate, he <laughs> was fuming. He walked over, he walked, walked away, and then walked back, and then walked away. He's like, he didn't know what to say. He didn't know what to do. I felt so sorry for him. You know, that's two games in a row we've literally said we're sorry for Neil Warnock. I don't know what's going on with this season, but I tell you. <laughs> 
these referees have been terrible. And I, I remember last season we were complaining about the refs as well. But yeah, there was no VR can't come soon reason, enough. Yeah. We, yeah, exactly. This this World Cup can't come soon under World Cup. This a VR can't come soon enough for it. Jeez. Right, days when this man absolutely atrocious. But yeah, that puts uh, Cardiff in a very, very difficult position, right? Yeah, they've got some big, still. Yeah, they've got some big games, innit? They've still got to play Liverpool, so that's one less game. So they've basically got three games left or four games left. Yeah, so yeah, it doesn't look don't look very good down there. Don't look very good down there. Uh, another silly result. Fulham winning 2-0 against Everton. I mean... If if Brighton didn't get battered five nil, you know our old friend over at Everton might have deserved the L there. Because how are you losing to Fulham, man? It's a terrible team. They already relegated as well. Yeah, honestly, it, I, even now as I sit here and I think about, it, I think we should just give him an L just for the fact he lost to Fulham. I honestly speaking, <laughs> it was an awful performance. I thought we just gave him credit last week for doing a job on 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 um on Arsenal and then. This afterwards, I don't. It's pathetic, absolute pathetic. They got outplayed as well. That's what I that from what I can see, what I mm. saw with the little bits I was watching, they were getting outplayed. How are you getting outplayed by Fulham? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, well, we, we won't give um, him the official L, but I forgot his name now, Marco Silva. We just just give him just the one sound. You are one pathetic loser. Uh, that is absolutely pathetic there. Absolutely pathetic. Yeah, anyway, let's move on. What's the other game? Uh, Southampton. Yeah, Southampton Wolves. 3-1 win for Southampton. This guy, man, Hassan Hutel, whatever his name is, man. He's, he's done wonders, man. Messiah. You know what I mean? He has done wonders, man. The Southampton team. Even when that game, they lost to Liverpool. You know, Liverpool, yeah, they're a better team, but I think just, just the quality... The way they play, it's just a contrast. And I love praising Hassan Hutel just because it just shows how inept and absolutely incompetent Mark uses. You know what yep. I mean? It's beautiful to see. Anyway, Southampton won three one against Wolves. You know, decent side. Um, what do you guys make of this? I I don't know what's happening to Wolves, but one thing's for sure: they can't defend corners. Wolves are like West Ham, you know, Jekyll and Hyde team. You yeah. Know what Wolves you're gonna get? Yeah, I mean, we were saying that they're comfortably. Mid table, I, I think we possibly they are comfortable. Uh, I, think, I, think they, I think we're spot on on that because I don't understand. Like, there's certain games I know I can't even say these names. The Southampton guys made a big difference, but you expected so much more for them. It's so much more. You've just lost the FA Cup. You'd think they would come and kick on and all the rest, but I guess they're in the middle of nowhere. So, in a sense, what are they playing for? As long as they can't get relegated, that's probably what they only care about at this precise moment. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, is that the last game? Newcastle. Oh no, it's not. Uh, Leicester. Leicester. Newcastle. Leicester. Newcastle. Leicester lost one nil. Oh, it's a good result for Newcastle. Isn't it? Away to Leicester. My days. Another man yeah. working wonders with Rafa Benitez. He deserves yeah. better. Man. If anyone deserves better, man, do you know what I mean? Is Rafa Benitez? Man, you don't deserve to be, you know, Mate. having that chairman and that nonsense. Circus, yeah. yeah, bro. Absolute circus of a club over there, man. You know I mean, they have a brilliant manager over there. And, you know, for me, Rafa Benitez has proved, you know, like a lot of times, you know, people question high profile managers. Could they do it at a small club? What he's done there, you know, Benitez can't be questioned again. 
you know what I mean, in terms of his, I'm not saying he's the best manager in the world, but just him Constant being survival. one of the best, from yeah. him to him to be one, being judged as one of the best, absolutely, man. Because for me, there's a lot of high-profile managers that they wouldn't be able to cope with <laughs> this level of players and achieve what he's done over there, man. You know what I mean? So, yeah, big, big up, man, like Benitez. Yep. And who knows, he might have a say in the title race. <laughs> Hopefully, never. <laughs> well, they play. They play. Oh, they're playing both of you, man. Because I know they're definitely yeah. playing you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. And obviously, Arsenal playing um, Watford. And you know what? You know what's talking about that game? They're lucky that this one after the podcast because Ben Foster, you'd be holding the L for what I've just seen you. I haven't even switched it on yet. Let me let me switch on now then. Oh, what has Ben Foster done? <laughs> so I'll take, I'll take it Arsenal 1-0 up now. <laughs> yes. Well, let me just break it down to you what has happened. Um, so the defenders played it back to Ben Foster. Instead of just kicking it out straight away, he's decided to take a touch. And Bamiang, you know how quick he is, mm. chased it down He's gone to kick it. Bamiang stuck his foot out and he's just ricocheted into the back oh, of the net. Oh, like, I've just seen it. Oh, major L, an a- oh that's an L. Ooh, red card. Oh, we've got a red card now. We're doing the live podcast now. Or you won't be live when you guys hear it, but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Ben Foster, you're getting a live, the first ever live L. Well, we'll just give you the one sound anyway. You know what I mean? What are you playing at? You having a laugh? Absolutely. From, from from Sean's description, anyway, he's absolutely having a laugh. Yeah, he's he's, he's lost his mind just for doing that. What a bad mistake that is. Anyway, that's all the week's result. We we'll move on to the big boy part of the podcast, Le Predictions. Sean, what you got? Yes, on to the predictions now. Oh, what is, is Mr. Corunas that got sent off? That yep. is funny. <laughs> oh, he's going to get bantered to death, boy. My days. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Now we've got a big one at the bottom of the table, which is on a Tuesday, which would be Brighton versus Cardiff. Woo! I got Brighton for a 1 0 victory. <sighs> that would be Cardiff as good as relegated. We cannot have that. Cardiff 2 0. Come on. Uh, let's go for a draw. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, the Saturday is big one. Man City v Spurs. I've got Spurs, uh, hopefully, with a 2-1 victory. Hmm. Interesting. So, what was that? Man City? V Spurs. Ah, <sighs> 2-1 Man City. Uh... Yeah, please. 3-1 Man City. <laughs> please. <laughs> All right, we've got Bournemouth v Fulham. Bournemouth 3-1. Fulham 2-1. <laughs> 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 I don't even know why I've said that. <laughs> Screw it, yeah. Fulham 1-0. <laughs> uh, Huddersfield v Watford. i got Watford 4-0. No, Watford 2-0. Yeah, it was simple. Watford 3-0. West Ham v Leicester. I got Leicester for a 2 0 victory. Yeah, Leicester 4 0. Hey, come on. <laughs> West Ham 2 1. Wolves v Brighton. I got Wolves for a 3 0 victory. 
Wolf 6-0. <lacht> <lacht> Uh, Brighton with a shock 1-0 win. We got Newcastle v Southampton. I got this for a 3-3. Free, free. Ooh. I'm going to go Newcastle 2-1. Uh, Southampton 3-1. Everton versus Man United. I got Everton for a 2-1 victory. Yeah, sure yeah Everton 3-2 thriller. You man are joking. 1-0 Man United. <laughs> You look keeping a clean shit, you're having a bubble, mate. We got Arsenal v Palace. I got this for a nil nil. Palace six nil. Come on, no, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> one one. <laughs> uh, I'm giving this to Palace for what two one. And we got Cardiff v Liverpool. I got Liverpool for a three nil victory. Yeah, Liverpool. Liverpool two nil. Uh, I got a shock Cardiff win 3 2. Get up on. Anywho, and on to the last man. one is Chelsea v Burnley. I got Chelsea for a 2 1 victory. Nah. I've got a surprise 1 1 draw here. Yes, good. I like that thinking. I got a surprise 1 0 victory for Burnley. <laughs> and there you have it. I mean, if any of these things come in, you guys will be millionaires because these predictions are absolutely wild. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely wild. Hey, listen. When the fun stops, stop. Indeed. Gamble responsibly and make sure to send that 10%. If you lose, none of our business. We didn't tell you to do it. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you enjoyed listening to the pod, you know, like, subscribe to the podcast, you know, we're everywhere. Spotify, SoundCloud, Castbox. I'm tired of naming this stuff, man. Wherever you play your podcast on, just search NT1 Football Podcast. We there. Follow, do all that stuff. Um, hit us up on Facebook, NT1 Football Podcast. Instagram, NT1 Football Podcast. Uh, YouTube, NT1 Football Podcast. And Twitter, E2E Football Pod. And we'll see you again next week later. Viva la France! Adios. Bye. This guy says, Viva the and says, Adios. Should you be there all in while? Oh, wow. They might be confused. They don't know what I'm doing. Adios.